Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Yes, your land, my land, this land is yours, it is mine, and let's be certain to keep it. We have gotten a republic from our founders, and let us keep it. Greatest nation on the face of the planet, greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. And, you know, our true colors are uh, shining through at moments like this. And, um, of course, we're having to spend a load of money. But, of course, people like Bernie Sanders and, of course, the president knows uh, you probably don't have a clue how wealthy our nation is. But... Things like this can indeed begin to rob our nation of its wealth. These types of um, crisis. And so um, the money market looks like it's uh, rallying in anticipation of something good happening uh, real soon. I think everyone is realizing it's time to buy, buy, buy if you are wanting to get into the, the market at all is the time to buy. And so the president is absolutely right about the uh, return of the market. The market is going to return. There's no question that the market is going to return. And um, it's just that the fear has to go away before the market really returns. And if in the midst of this, and we haven't seen the apex of the pinnacle of this yet, if in the midst of all of this, we are looking at a market that is making significant strides and historic highs, uh, then imagine if we go back to work and we can, in fact, be productive again. As Americans, you understand that we right now, Americans have um, we're not producing anything. Well, I'm glad that you came along with me today. We're going to talk a lot about those types of uh, things here today. It does appear that a two point two trillion dollar virus rescue uh, bill um, has taken or is taking effect. Uh, The president's signature is what's needed, and uh, that should happen anytime. And so, um, friends, when we understand how we can vote ourselves money, is it certain, is it true that that does spell the end of the republic? 
if it's uh, the elitist who will hang on to certain elitist status, even as the even if the rest of the country crumbles uh, in their mine of minds and their dream of a socialist America. Everybody has to reach a certain level of um, um, parity, shall we say? Yeah, parity. Everybody has to reach a certain level of parity. But this is the major problem. The major problem is whether or not there is any level of comfort that you or I have become familiar with or even uh, familiar with striving to. Will the level, the level of equality that these socialists want to uh, uh, bring about and have um, certainly um, on hand for every American citizen, we being equal, there's parity. Your money looks like my money. Your house looks like my house. Your car drives like my car. Uh, you know, there's there's parity across the board. You you don't have to do anything more than what you're doing to have the things that I have. Now you think about that. And even though, yes, I think we're all coming together in a time of crisis and all of that, I still uh, know and I do understand, and you should understand as well, that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer will hold you and I hostage if they possibly can, as long as they can bring about the agenda of fundamentally changing America. And I talked a lot about this a couple of days ago, and I want to talk about this a little bit more today, and that has not changed. The fundamental change of this country, the desire, the need uh, to change America has not faded from the uh, designs and ideals and wishes, efforts of the socialist Marxist Democrats. And even though um, you do have to look at the positives, um, when we, we consider the last week or two weeks is that Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden have been forced off of any front pages. They have been forced out of conversations. This conversation that we have had uh, here these last couple of weeks uh, have focused around what the president, Donald John Trump of the United States, uh, can do for you and I, the American people, and what he was willing to do in order to protect us. That's what this conversation has been about. Now, of course, you have those at the usual suspect channels, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, the usual suspects. On those channels, of course, you have had uh, people assigning blame or wanting to assign blame to Donald John Trump for uh, the virus itself, which, of course, you know you know, and I know, is absolutely, shall we say, ludicrous. You can't. <laughs> Especially one 
that originated in China. Yeah, Wuhan, China. That's where it originated. How are you, or how we used to say it when I was growing up, how you going blame this man for that? How you going to do that? As we used to say when I was growing up. You can't. It's unfair. It's nonsensical. But yet, uh, there are some of you who still get your news from CNN, NBC, uh, ABC, the usual suspects. And whether you know it or not, you have fallen under a certain news spell that they tend to cast And I know that uh, many of you will retort, uh, reply back to me at that. Well, you get most of, no, I don't. Most of mine does not come from Fox News. I read many newspapers, listen to several outlets a day of different types, both on the web and terrestrial as well as in print. So that there is an absolute balance to what I have to say. Uh, yes, I, I do have uh, certain allegiances to uh, and friendships. I won't say allegiances, but I do have certain friendships with Fox News. And I do have certain uh, respect for uh, what they have done in the past and what I her- hope they will continue to do in the future. But when it comes to disseminating them uh, and and giving you my opinion, I am not in any way regurgitating anything that I heard on any of my good friends' shows like Hannity or Rush or or, or any of those types of people or Wilkow or Beck or Glenn. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not uh, regurgitating them. My thoughts are my own. But when you hear the uh, talking heads and voices and the Al Sharptons and those types of, uh, you know, heads there uh, on the progressive Marxist um, liberal media, when you hear them talking, you are hear them, you hear them running from a specific well-studied and well-communicated playbook. Uh, the drums beat very fast uh, there in the liberal camp. And it, whatever you hear one saying, believe me, if you're fast enough to flip through, you will hear the dominoes or see the dominoes falling. Boom, boom, boom. You can hear them. hear the bomb dominoes falling. Yeah. They will say the same thing and to create the same type of narrative. Sometimes, and more often in conservative camps, you do not hear uh, concerted messages. You hear different messages, and that is one of the reasons, believe it or not, why you know that there is truth, There is that the gospel is true and was communicated as best possible by through by God through human beings human vessels and that is because they it, it the four gospels don't tell the same story 
And, and human beings, when they witness something from their various vantage points, uh, well, they don't tell the same stories. No, friends, no, they don't. Uh, any one of us, uh, you take four of us, any four of us, and take us down to an intersection right now uh, where an accident is occurring. If you ask all four of us from each corner where we stood how this accident occurred, we will give you the principles which are the truth. We will give you the core, which is the truth. Because all of those things have to uh, be there. You have to have the ingredients in order for you to have the finished product. The finished product was this accident that did occur, but the witnessing of it is going to be reported differently. There was a truck, there was a car. There were three people in the truck. There were two people in the car. Intersections were crossed. But the approach to the intersections, the turning, who was at fault, what happened, what was heard, is all different. And somewhere in there does lie the truth and the truth is there was indeed an accident that occurred and there were these people involved but the way it happened is from my perspective all true in their own way but the fact of the matter is there can only be one single truth. There's only one way that accident actually happened. You may not have seen it from your vantage point. I may not have seen it from mine. But in speaking with, talking to, Everyone who could have witnessed it, establishing that dialogue, establishing that conversation, and then replaying the incident in your mind, you may be convinced or you may not be convinced of what you saw. Yeah, you may be or you may not be convinced of what you saw after speaking to everyone else. But if you only speak from your vantage point and people who deal in speaking from your vantage point, you handicap yourself. And that's what happens. And that's what is going to happen here uh, as we move forward. Okay, yeah, you got all uh, of what America might need to see itself through this. And I'm going to go through what the stimulus, coronavirus stimulus, is all about. Uh, I'm going to give you point by point what they are all about here in uh, this next segment. But um, you have to keep in, your eye, your eyes on Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer because they... Uh, 
they did you wrong. Oh, you got slapped around America. But uh, it also gives us an idea of what we may or may not do in order to maintain certain comforts. The slave does not necessarily seek freedom. Can I say it any plainer? The slave seeks comfort. The reason why, and we'll talk about this when we return, those of the greatest generation were so great is because they truly were seeking after freedom. Which, when you seek after those things that make you free, that creates the environment to make you comfortable. But the other way around never works. You can never seek the comfort before you have won and secured the freedom doesn't work because there's always an elitist there to take it away from you and you always are relying on other people's goods, services, and money. That's why uh, we cannot remain this way in a state where uh, we are looking at government sending us money. No, America, no. We cannot. We cannot allow ourselves to remain in this state very much longer. It will damage beyond repair our American soul. It will scar our core values and beliefs in ways that will seem ugly even to ourselves. We are not about the handout. We are about being the standouts. Let's get back to doing that. Quickly. We'll push through. We'll find a way. We're Americans. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. Going to go over the coronavirus stimulus. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, 
Play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant Show. Every day, 12.05 in the East until 2 p.m. in the same, and uh, I certainly am glad that you are here with me with me today okay <laughs> oh yeah i gotta make it fun hey um this is what you have in case you haven't seen or heard in the two trillion coronavirus stimulus package this is what it is you have 130 billion for hospitals you have 150 billion for state and local governments you have 350 billion for small businesses you have four months of unemployment insurance and um, adults American adults uh, will receive $1,200, and uh, they will get $500 uh, per child. I'm not really sure what the limitation on the children are, but I know that um, a family of four, a husband, wife, and two children would receive $3,000. Um, so um, you are looking at a stimulus package that um, has some things in there that um, two trillion spent, but we don't know how state and local governments are going to handle the money. The only thing that we should hope for and can hope for and will hope for is that this money is not mishandled. I was saying something to you uh, just a little bit earlier about America and its wealth. Yes, in times like these, it is uh, easy to begin to get a glimpse of just how wealthy a nation America is, backed by, okay, all types of things, natural uh, resources, minerals, all types of things. We're actually backed, of course, by our military as well. If we had to become rogue and um, actually dominate in order to survive, we could do that as well. Do you understand how powerful, how wealthy our nation is? 
It's important to understand that and see that, especially in times like these, because many times we fail to realize uh, and appreciate, and I cannot imagine a greater sin, uh, uh, the sin of ingratitude. You were placed here in this nation for whatever reason by the creator, God. He tells you so, even over in the book of Acts, uh, that uh, he has determined the bounds of your habitation oh, long before you were born. So for whatever reason, God determined that I would be born here. And I'm truly, truly grateful for that. <laughs> especially in times like these. You see, in America, we're able to do what the president has just done. And even though we do need to correct this problem very, very quickly, Americans, our nation is quite capable of sustaining its citizens for four or five months, six months, a year. We're capable of doing that. Do you know what that gives us? It gives us a maintained advantage over all the other nations in the world who can't do this. And quite frankly, who must Look to us for help. Yeah, they do. But America, unless we can continue to help ourselves, unless we can continue to help ourselves, the same thing holds true for us as does hold true for any individual, if you cannot help yourself, there's no one else that you can help. Usually. If you cannot help yourself, usually there are very few others that you may help. Okay, um, we need to rush to return to pre-virus life. <laughs> and, and hey, <laughs> when we consider what was going on pre-virus, how the president had defeated um, impeachment, how he had defeated the Russian collusion thing, how he had um, pushed candidates to uh, success in their elections, and how he was uh, bringing China slowly to the table as far as deals were concerned with trade, how he was actually thumping the Iranians on the head rather effectively how he had uh, little Kim, uh, at least on a leash. All of that, all of that was happening pre-coronavirus. 
the economy was absolutely soaring. The economy was absolutely soaring. And then this. And then the questions, why this? Now, is it something that could and possibly can be or has been manipulated? Oh, you and I will never know that unless some true. Now, here, here's the situation. Here's where you come. Here's where the whistleblower comes in. Unless there is a true whistleblower with a whistle to blow on something that is relevant to the ongoing um, uh, lifestyle of us human beings. What, who, who would know if this virus was dumped on the world purposely. Who would know that? We've overcome many and I have a feeling that there are going to be other viruses coming down the pike that will want to overcome us. If there is a dress rehearsal for anything, then I think this is uh, what the dress rehearsal is all about. The dress rehearsal is all about getting us ready for the next one. And the bottom line to all of that is what have we learned from this one? If we are in dress rehearsal for the real play, huh? the real act of performing as we should perform as Americans, if we are in rehearsal for that, then we know that the real deal is yet to occur, and there are, there are many people, uh, you know, and you know, you may say, well, hey, they have their hands waving around, you know, wildly, and all this kind of stuff uh, in the air, hysterical, and so forth. You know, they may say that, but the real deal is this: I don't believe we've seen nothing yet, not in relationship to Corona. I don't believe we've seen anything yet in regard to super viruses. You see, they, they, they didn't make those. They didn't make those disaster outbreak Hollywood films because someone had not thought that this could happen. And human beings, you need to keep in mind that God knows the type of mind that he has put within the human head, the human skull, your physical skull. And it's just amazing. I would imagine, I can, I can only imagine, as the song says, I can only imagine 
what life is like once you are free of this human body and the mind is uh, not contained. Jane is now my wife. Uh, If she could speak to us, she could tell us about that. How awesome that must be. But, But friends, we hear whatever we can think of My point being, we can do. And we have thought of super viruses invading our globe for years. Pandemics, we have thought about that. We have made films about it. We have written about it for years. Whatever we are able to conceive of. We are able, someone evil is able to bring it about. The human mind is able to bring it about. God knew this about us. That's what the entire story, uh, most of the story about the Tower of Babel is all about. But uh, as long as they cannot collaborate in conceiving of all manner of evil, then perhaps they will slow themselves. The curve is slowed if, in fact, you confound their languages. So they have to first take into account, uh, wow, we once understood each other real good. I don't understand a word they're saying now. It took them a while to get over that. It slowed their ideals and their evil uh, intents. Right now, you have people in this world who have evil intent who are not being slowed at this point in time. Because, quite frankly, friends, and this is not gloom and doom, this is truth. This is a fact. This actually can and most likely will happen. The next virus, if in fact these things are being dumped on the globe, if they are being put up on the globe, by nefarious people with nefarious intent, then the next one is already planned. And what we learn from this must be taken to heart the next time. That is not gloom and doom. That is preparedness. Expect that the better nature of our humanity will prevail, but prepare for it failing as it has often in past times. Yes, the next, the next virus, if, if what some believe, uh, has already happened, and that is this is uh, Corona thing has been pawned off on us by those with evil intent. If that is true, then you have to bet, you have to believe that the next virus is already waiting to come on stage. I uh, plan to have um, Dr. Zudi Jasser 
on with me soon. Um, hopefully, maybe this week, may have Dr. Zudi Jasser on with me this week. Now, the president um, has been under fire for using the term um, Chinese virus. Well, he has something to say about that, and we're going to get into uh, what it says, what he says about that here in um, the next segment. Glad that you could join us here today on the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border, right here uh, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, uh, the greatest success story the world has ever known. Well, Louisiana, my home state, is shut down, and it appears that Florida... Um, looks like uh, the South Florida Sun Sentinel is urging Governor Ron DeSantis to shut down the state for at least a few weeks in an effort to fight the outbreak that evidently is not reached. It's apex, it's pinnacle yet um, in any place except maybe Well, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is saying that um, it has not reached its pinnacle there yet. And that where they are right now, you are looking at other cities and states being there in um, where they are in a couple of weeks, two, three weeks since they seem to be leading the pack there, they feel as though they're two or three weeks ahead of most of the rest of the country, except Washington, maybe California, uh, you know, places like that, Louisiana. They, so Louisiana has not reached a peak and the national guard is actually testing there. They've called them out. That's how tough it is down there. So take to heart what I'm saying to you. We're going to get back to work. But we need to pray that uh, the forces of evil, if in fact this has been put upon the populace of our globe, purposely and um, deliberately, then you can rest assured that the next uh, pandemic is right around the corner. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. We shall return, good Lord willing, in just a couple of seconds. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa. 
Play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Glad to be here with you um, here on this. Well, it, you know, I guess they're saying I was talking about peaking. They're saying that the deaths from this could peak in about three weeks, which would put out, probably put us, um, if there's a guesstimation, and there are some who are doing that. I'm just repeating uh, some things that are speculated out there of over uh, 1,200, uh, maybe more, deaths in the United States. And if you go above that, um, then um, it's pretty tough. And, and this thing, even though it, it's it's like the flu, it's a tough thing if you get it and you may be immune compromised and you don't know it and you get something like this, it can take you down, it can take you out. Um, Florida's thinking about shutting down. Louisiana has shut down. Um, even though Tom Cotton of, um, of uh, Oklahoma is, uh, is saying that... Um, don't rush into returning to pre-virus life. Um, what he meant by that is this. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton said Wednesday that uh, he agrees with President Donald Trump that it would be good to see the United States back up by Easter Sunday. But care must be taken to avoid making the spread uh, uh, making the spreading coronavirus pandemic even worse. Ultimately, this is going to be a uh, multifaceted response, Cotton said on Fox uh, News. I'm going to uh, require more testing and more personal protective equipment for our doctors and our nurses, making sure that none of our hospitals, uh, whether it's in the rural Arkansas or in uh, New York City are overwhelmed not just by coronavirus uh, cases but by other cases needing intensive care uh, then also taking an assessment of conditions on regional or even local basis. I'm sorry, I said cotton from Oklahoma, but cotton from Arkansas. Not wanting to rush back into normal life. And I'm saying we need to get back to normal life as quickly as possible. I understand that, no, we don't want to spread the virus any more than uh, is necessary. But uh, the longer we yield ourselves um, and stand in fear, then we um, harm ourselves, we weaken ourselves. 
Yeah. And we don't need that. Right now we have uh, 255,000 cases of corona. 222 people have died in 24 hours, which brings the U.S. total to 780. Um, Yeah, the United States uh, coronavirus death count has jumped more than 222 in 24 hours. Uh, 780 fatalities among almost 55,000 confirmed cases, according to John Hopkins. Yeah, among the uh, 54,812 cases nationwide, as testing has ramped up, there are at least 26,000 confirmed cases in New York State alone, the epicenter of the global epidemic in the U.S., Yeah. And so right now, as it was yesterday, this time, the fact of the matter is we don't know. And uh, it could be a situation for us that we don't know what we don't know. Um. Putin is only reporting 200 cases in in Russia. (laughs) Yeah, 270-some cases or something like that overall, period, in Russia. But, of course, he puts on a hazmat suit (laughs) to to visit hospitals. But there's only 200 cases in Russia. So you tell me whether or not you believe Vladimir Putin and the Russian statistics that there's only 200 and some odd cases reported in Russia. Friends, let me tell you something. There's more cases in China than they have reported. Believe it probably more in Iran and wherever else news is and and uh, uh, the news media is hampered. You can believe it. Well, um, L.A. gun shops are shut down amid pandemic or or are they? Um, this is a weird story to me because in Los Angeles, you know, you have these strict gun laws anyway. But this story is strange and, and it's, it's something that I'm going to tie into what I want to speak to you about in the next segment of the show. And I don't want this show to be doom and gloom and all of that type thing, but I do want you to be aware. I want you to be Think about all of the possibilities because you you need to consider 
all of the possibilities. And in taking that into account, hear this. The Los Angeles County Sheriff said that Tuesday gun shops are not essential businesses and ordered deputies to make sure that they were closed during the coronavirus crisis. A move that was uh, contradicted hours later when the uh, county's top lawyer said the shops could be open. Los Angeles, the nation's largest uh, county with 10 million residents, um, enacted a stay-at-home order last week that required non-essential businesses to close to slow the spread of the virus. Now, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how freedom is definitely still alive. Uh, the Evidently, the top attorney or top lawyer in the county must be the attorney general or the top lawyer there in the, the area must um, appoint an official. Must still have some semblance of patriotism in him to say no. They are essential. They can stay open if they want to. Sheriff Department wanted to close it down. Uh, I, listen, I have, I have heard and heard that Los Angeles Sheriff talk, and uh, you never know. You know, maybe misinterpreted uh what essential was but it is always essential isn't it for americans to be in a position to defend themselves or have access to defense of themselves so gun shops if they want to should stay open i'm saying to you that um if you don't have any personal protection as far as firearms is concerned, you need to get them. I'll be talking to you uh, in regard to this on the other side of the news break. And I will say to you louder than I have said in any time before, Do not allow anyone to take your weapons, period. Whether it is a time of crisis, peace, whenever. Do not allow anyone to take your weapons, Now, friends, uh, when we think about um, what situations like this can lead to, have you thought about surviving with your family? Have you thought about, have you sat them down I know you've, in many cases, uh, many of you have had uh, a chance this past week to spend time 
with your family in the same place that you haven't been able to do in times past. You're, you're able to do it now. But my question to you is, have you actually had a chance to talk to them about how things could be if times got tougher? Do it. Do not hesitate. The a part of the joy and peace that I have is that my wife was very ill the very last uh, couple of weeks of her life. Very ill. And a part of the peace and joy that I have is that um, she is away from this. Not having to experience it. But I do believe as my faith teaches, she is a part of a cloud of witnesses now who watch us run our race. And friends, I, I'm telling you that uh, you, if you have family that you are concerned about as far as their health is concerned, if you have family that you are concerned about as far as when the next thing comes around, will they make it? You need to have a family conference, a family talk. Are you hearing me? That's what you need. And so... Uh, I'll be back after the top of the hour to share with you, to stimulate you into thinking about what could happen. I'm CL. I'll be right back. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. <clears throat> the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. 
from sea to shining sea, blessed by God. Well, um, it appears that, um, well, Pelosi, you know, if she goes out, she wants to go out. I get it. I get it, Nancy, in a blaze of glory. (laughs) And so uh, that's why she's playing it the way she plays it and uh, likes to uh, threaten hostages um, when she can. I tell you what, you would not want to be held hostage by Nancy. Are the Democrats or any of those um, socialist Marxist Democrats, you don't want to be held hostage by them, America. But it appears that um, in many ways we are. You just keep an eye on this thing and and see how this begins to to pan out because you see, even though I do believe that we are being led through the valley of the shadow of death when it comes to being a nation. We still don't have to fear evil because there are indeed people who understand the game that's being played here and they understand the fiber in, uh, of which our nation uh, has been conceived, and that is Judeo-Christian principles. They understand that. And so even though uh, there are some who would like to uh, claim that they are shepherding us through this valley of the shadow of death as a country, because, you know, we have people not working all over the country. And then you as the the American people uh, have given authority to those we elect to give us money. Friends, that may sound good, but that's not. That's not good at all especially when you're talking about spending uh, more money than possibly uh, the number of people that's ever lived on the earth. (laughs) Yeah, you could give everybody who ever lived on the earth uh, what, uh, whoever lived on the earth, I guess a thousand, I don't know how much money can you give them? I don't know. How much can you give them? A dollar or something? I don't know. A hundred dollars. Or two, I don't know, but two trillion dollars is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And uh, that's how much our nation is spending on this thing. And Nancy Pelosi. you're gonna you're gonna hear some things here and and I don't want to comment on them too soon. But there was something that Trump would not sign that had all kinds of nutty stuff in it that promoted and did um, give enthusiasts of the Green New Deal hope. Now, it may be interesting to finally comb through what this may actually have in it.
There's got to be other money. The Democrats didn't go along with something that they did not get something from and out of. Oh, no, their their masters would never allow them to do that. So you have President Trump, as you know, who has labeled the coronavirus the Chinese virus, right? And evidently it was. It is the Chinese virus. But the president uh, said he would stop using the term Chinese virus. He said the latest indication that the U.S. and China are seeking to de-escalate their blame game over the deadly uh, pandemic. Okay, and that, that's, that's, that's his part. That's what he's, he's going to do his part to um, de-escalate that, as it is said. I, I don't regret it, but they accused us of having done it through our soldiers. Uh, they said our soldiers did it on purpose. What kind of thing is that? You can hear the president saying that, right? <laughs> Trump said in an interview, uh, but uh, look, everyone knows it came out of China, but I decided we shouldn't make it any more a big deal you know, out of it. And he think the president is admitting, I, I think I made it a big deal. I think people understand it, but that uh, all began when they said our soldiers started. Our soldiers had nothing to do with it. Again, again, Trump being Trump, standing up for America, Americans, and particularly the American soldier. Ain't that what a president's supposed to do? <laughs> well, isn't it? Is it not what a president should do? <laughs> yes, it is. He's the commander in chief. And when we are attacked in any way, his job is first and foremost to stand up for America. And he, listen, the Chinese turned it on us. Trump turned it on them. And you could hear him up until, I think, yesterday morning saying it, the Chinese virus. I think I'm going to still say it. Because uh, maybe he would want me to. <laughs> yeah. So the, the president's uh, de-escalating uh, him, him saying and his saying it, it was the Chinese virus. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll maintain it for him. Um, and you have reports of, uh, and it, I don't, I didn't look at it like this. Uh, I thought the president was, you know, really happy that Mitt didn't have um, the, uh, the Mitt Romney didn't have the coronavirus. You know, Trump was told that Mitt uh, had uh, coronavirus and uh, Trump mocked, excited, tweet, this is really great news. <laughs> This is really great news. Mitt doesn't have coronavirus, Trump tweeted in response to a Breitbart News article about Romney. He says, uh, 
I am so happy I can barely speak. Uh, he may have been a terrible presidential candidate and an even worse U.S. senator, but he is a rhino, and I like him a lot. <laughs> oh, man, that is classic, classic, classic Trump. That is classic Trump. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, classic Trump. And Mitt... Uh, you have dug your political grave, maybe even in Utah. I can't, I can't even I can't even imagine the people in Utah. Although I think you, he's one of the godfathers up there, so that's one of the reasons why I'm not moving over to Utah. I've said too many things that kind of negative about Mitt. Even though I was, I would re- I'm on board with Ann, but I've never really been on board with Mitt. <laughs> yeah, I think Ann Romney is cream of the cream. But uh, Mitt, you've surprised me. And I, maybe we, if I sat down and talked to you, let me see. Uh, let us see what you're co- where you're coming from because you do these things. And uh, to tell you the truth, maybe we're not really seeing exactly where you're coming from, Mitt. Maybe that's the situation. Could it be? Is it? Maybe so. Maybe no. I don't know. But in any event, in any event, um, the president was, <laughs> he's hilarious when it comes to that. And I kind of think he misses the uh, the combative um, field that he was on before we went into, uh, went into this, you know? Prince Charles is, um, uh, Britain's Prince Charles, 71, coronavirus, and um, tested positive for new coronavirus. You know, it's there. It's out there. Is it as deadly as um, people have made it out to be? I don't know. We don't know. What does America look like a week from now? I don't know. We don't know. So it's spreading into places that um, says to each and every one of you, no one's immune. Because surely um, the Prince of Wales would be immune, right? If money could buy it. But it can't, or or status, uh, social status could buy it off it would but it it hasn't can't the great equalizer i guess is virus and even though the stock market is roaring back uh, if in fact uh, this did get worse things could get worse so what i want to speak to you about is what to expect. Okay? What to expect. What to be prepared for. What to talk to your families about. You know, prepare. Expect the best. But prepare for what could come. 
what could come. Well, if this was indeed the type of sickness that made you break out with boils, you know, or pox, there's all kinds of things that could happen. You're talking about staying in your home. Yeah, all kinds of things could happen. But God has been gracious to us, merciful, kind this time. And I believe that he is able to keep us in all things and in all ways. However, my friends, I want you to understand that we had better not take for granted the things that make us vulnerable to this type of attack on our society. First of all, it's not trusting in him But then again, it's leaning to our own understanding of the way um, and how even the why plagues have always been sent. Plagues have always been allowed. What have they done for us? In fact, I'm going to on tomorrow take a look at life in Europe before and after the Black Plague. Even though we're not facing anything as such, but we could. And so what was the effects of it before and after on on Europe? That's what we need to study. That's what we need to look at as far as our history is concerned so that we're not doomed to repeat some things that are avoidable. And yes, um, I think that we are in a situation where we can put ourselves in a situation, in, in a position to avoid to avoid these types of um, maladies, errors that are made. Yeah. And so, my friends, um, we have but one life to live on this earth and then look back upon it and hopefully smile that we did our best while we were here and hear 
our Savior say, my Savior say, I want to hear it, speaking for myself, well done. My good and faithful servant, enter in to your master's joy. I was saying that to someone once who had become a Muslim and um, um, said to me that you see there, uh, it's all was given to you by your master so that you are subservient to those who are in authority. Everything he said was wrong. And, and when we look back on that kind of talk, looking at the slave master of the antebellum South and the South as master, we can see how things easily are twisted when it comes to political correctness in today's speak. And speaking of scripture, there is only one master that I have that I bend the knee to, and that is God Almighty. Government nor organizations can ever be God for me, and certainly no one who is flesh or blood. There is only one knee, one one entity, one person and personality that I bow to, and that is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. My God, his name is Jesus. I'm C.L., I'll return after these brief words with more of the C.L. Bryant show, hoping for all of us to break out of the coronavirus stranglehold soon. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Yes, they are. And uh, I want to thank God for everything that he has done for uh, our, my family, 
uh, Jane and my family in this time. He has been all sufficient in every way. When you think that you lose, uh, you gain. And um, that's what he has been to me. My God has been to me is um, all sufficient. And so um, as we press forward, as we move forward on our journey on this earth, before uh, we're with rejoined with our loved ones like Jane and others who have gone on before us, um, obviously we have some things left to do. And um, we must not be derelict in doing them in the place where we have been um, placed to live our lives. And it's important for us to um, understand that we have purpose in this existence. We have purpose in our experiences and how we deal with things that threaten our existence. And truly, my friends, we live in a time where there are so many things that threaten our existence. Now, I was saying to you about certain things being done intentionally. There is a, a discussion, an article by Brian Freeman, Newsmax, that states terror charges possible for intentional spread of this virus. Those who spread the coronavirus intentionally may face criminal charges under federal terrorism laws. The Justice Department has warned Politico reported on Wednesday. Um, Deputy Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen wrote in a memo to senior Justice Department officials law enforcement agencies, heads of U.S. attorneys uh, nationwide that threats are attempts to use COVID-19 COVID as a weapon against Americans will not be tolerated. And here is where it is mentioned. Rosen explained that because coronavirus appears to meet the statutory definition of biological agent. If there are cases of purposeful exposure and infection of others with COVID-19, then such acts potentially should and could implicate the nation's terrorism-related statutes. And I say they should. You don't make people sick intentionally. That's that that's evil. 
Are you hearing me? That's evil. And uh, that is a very person with a very dark, dark heart. And I'm not talking race or anything like that. It's so stupid these days that you even that even crosses your mind when you say something like that. But it did. And I wanted to acknowledge that. That is, that is just so ridiculous. Isn't it? I think so. And so, friends, when we uh, consider all of that, that we, uh, all that we are facing, the question was raised, uh, have restaurants changed forever? Will we be in open air restaurants ever again? That's what's changed. And it is also what you must prepare your family for. You got to talk to them. You must prepare them for what's to come. And the next one, just like the last one, we was worse than the one before it. And this one, I, it's worse, uh, I guess, in reaction, at least, than the one before it, which has groomed us for being manipulated, if we have been. And uh, shepherded, guided, corralled as Americans the way we have been corralled. It was quite easy, it seemed. All we needed was not to be forced. We simply needed to be told. Stay Inside, don't go to your livelihood. We'll take care of you. I understand that, but I want you not to miss uh, what has happened, what did happen, and how easy it was for it to happen it's no joke no joke at all friends when we um, consider the evolution 
of America going into Jetson world, George Jetson world. (laughs) We were at the brink of it. And even though we will be taking a lot of health measures that will resemble space age type of things, if we do not gain strength of character, American character from this, we will take a step backwards because we'll become paranoid of one another for health reasons, which will slow down our progress. We'll actually have to think of different ways of communicating, dating, visiting our elderly relatives who are in nursing homes, hospitals. Things don't yet appear as changed as they will, but I assure you, things have changed. And because of our nature as human beings, we will adapt to that change the same way as um, it is, it, I, I hate to make it as um, elementary as this, but it's, it's just like this. Writing with, I don't, I don't, of course I don't um, use a helmet because um, riding a bicycle with a helmet in my neighborhood when I grew up would have gotten you beat up pretty good. <laughs> Knee pads, are you kidding me? Yeah, on a bike? No, I get you beat up in my neighborhood when I grew up, but that's changed. In fact, you looked at it as a Neanderthal. If you don't have your... Ch- my goodness, I imagine they call Child Protection Agency on you. If you let your child ride the bicycle without a helmet or knee pads... I don't, you know, my kids, uh, they didn't come up in that era. Uh, you know, they're in their 30s. My children are in their 30s and 40s. And um, I have a granddaughter who's in her mid-20s, you know. And so um, I didn't, I never had to worry about that. My kids skinned their knees and they fell off their bicycles. Uh, my oldest, uh, Miranda, she chipped a tooth, um, you know, and all kinds of um, things on bicycles, scrapes and bruises on bicycles, skinned her face. Oh, my goodness, it was just horrible. But take your bumps, you take your bruises. That's the way life is. But we've changed when it comes to the way that we defend ourselves against things that were no, we saw no need to defend against in times past. That's just in physic. That's just physically. And so, when we think about 
viruses and those types of things. We overcame tuberculosis. We overcame, um, you know, polio and, and those types of things. Some of them are beginning to raise their heads again, uh, smallpox and that type of thing. It's beginning to raise its head again. But we had overcome those types of things. Somehow, and I don't know why it is, but sometimes we get the idea, the feeling, and the, uh, I guess, the idea that we're, we're invincible, and we become careless. That's why I uh, believe that at certain points and certain times, nefarious people do, in fact, do things nefariously to a world population. I'm not saying that this is that, but I do know that it happens. In the human thought process, it's happened before. Act six million Jews. It has happened before. Now, I tweeted out earlier a tweet that simply uh, raised a question. A question as to um, where's the rest of the money going to be Spent. There's going to be this thing's going to reach at least in Gasparino, Charlie Gasparino. Um, is saying what I alluded to. President Trump and top White House officials during a phone call with Wall Street executives reportedly backed off the president's plan to end a suggested quarantine period by Easter and suggested the size of the stimulus package related to the coronavirus pandemic could hit $10 trillion and even exceed that figure, reports Fox Business host Charlie Gasparino. Trump earlier said he hoped to have the economy reopened by Easter. We're opening up the uh, incredible country because we have to do that. I would love to do that, of course, the president said. Um, the president may meet with a little bit of resistance from the medical community just to be on the safe side. But what I admire about what the president did in saying that is that he gave us um, an optimistic sign-off something that we can be, that we can try to do in the next three weeks. We can try to do that. That's the type of leadership 
that keeps spirits high. The type of actions that keeps spirit high. The presence doing it. And so you live in the greatest nation on the face of the planet. One that is able to um, sustain its citizens. And I want to talk to you about the hypocrisy of um, Democrats, socialists, Marxist in this country, liberals, because we're spending this money and it has hushed the mouth of Biden and Boini. It has hushed their mouths. The president has taken most of the air out of the room along with the coronavirus. His actions have been bold. The virus is one that has been given stature. In my estimation, that is absolutely um, highly exalted. Uh, Necessary? I don't know. I'm not sure if it's necessary. But it has been highly exalted. But there's a certain hypocrisy here. We'll talk a little bit about it when I come back. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. C2 Shining Sea America. America. Providing for its people while standing up to its foes. We have that kind of strength. I'll be back. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. 
CL back with you on this great day in the USA. There's no better place to be a citizen of the world uh, in, or the citizen on this in this world in, than America. I'm a citizen of America, not the world. I don't want you to get twisted. I'm a citizen of America, not the world. Uh, but there's not a better place in the world to be a citizen of a nation in than America. That's what I want to say. And be glad, be proud of that, especially in times like these when the nation shows its wealth, it shows its strength toward its citizens at times like this. But then it's time for us to go back to work, be productive, put that money back into the uh, treasury, into our coffers, be prosperous, uh, let our economy soar the way it was soaring before all of this occurred and be glad and proud of what God has given to us. Uh, As Americans, we are blessed. We are blessed. The hypocrisy of um, so-called socialist Democrats and liberals, though, is this. They will take the money from this administration And ask for more. And they uh, will teach their minions to do the same and ask for more. Yet they will not give credit. where credit is due as far as the haste precision confidence and certainty that this was handled with this was handled very very well the president did very well with this he did well And friends, please hear me. The way the Democrats treat this nation in many ways remind me of the way sometimes our children and even friends, close friends, relatives sometimes treat you, treat us. They're always there when there's something you can give them. Or something they can get. They call when they need something. But they don't talk to you when there is no need. You see, there has been much dialogue between um, the Democrats and Republicans here in these last couple of weeks to get some things done. But this is what you need to see, America. This is what you need to know. And this is what you need to understand. And you must not allow the Democrats, the progressives, the uh, uh, Marxist, liberal, communist Democrats to get away with. And that is straddling the fence fair weather Americans. You can't let them get away with being that. 
you're for this nation or you're not. You, you can't be for America just when America has uh, some money to give you. You're for this nation or you're not. And Gasparino, uh, Charlie Gasparino, uh, what he said may not may not be far off the mark. This package may wind up costing ten trillion dollars or more. But what I need, what we need to ask is where is the pork, the fat? Where is that exactly in this bill? Are we as Americans being taken for a ride yet again? Financially. Oh, it's already to a point where our children, grandchildren, they're not going to dig their way out of the debt that we're in. There's no way they're going to dig their way out of the debt that we're in. Not on the no way, not on the current course. And and the the, the idea that uh, Jefferson, um, the, the quote and the statement that Jefferson made 200 years ago, over 200 years ago, is true. 243 years ago, Jefferson uh, said these words. He said, once the people discover, once they learn that they can vote themselves money from the coffers of the federal government, that will spell the end of the republic. That will be the end of the republic. And we will become... This is, these are not Jefferson's words, but to uh, take that a step further, understand that we will become what Bernie Sanders wants us to become. Jefferson was actually prophetic in saying those words because, after all, the nature of America is to be governed and self-governing people, a self-governing people. That's who we're supposed to be, a self-governing people. And once the people learn that they can vote themselves money from the national treasury. And we have learned that. Oh, we've learned that. We learned that all throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s. We learned that. Oh, the war on poverty, the war on drugs. We've learned that. We can vote ourselves money from the treasury. But before uh, the, the the situation was, and and the mantra was, well, we are balancing the playing field. That's what the mantra was before. We are balancing the playing field. 
And so we had an excuse to spend money to balance that playing field. Now we vote ourselves money for just about anything we want to maintain our standard of living. Comfort. And keep in mind what I have said, what I uh, do say and have said across the country. It's in my film, Runaway Slave, um, Mason Weaver. And I are talking about this. The slave does not seek freedom necessarily. The slave seeks comfort. The slave will trade his freedom for comfort. Debt, my fellow Americans, equals bondage. So, so, take that to heart. Don't forget that. The Olympics in Tokyo, of course, have been postponed. Things have changed. The way we will approach each other from this point on, that has changed. And so, friends, um, we will go on as Americans. We will not go away quietly into the night. We shall stand. We shall fight against any foe, be it seen or, as the president says about corona, unseen We are Americans, and we will overcome this. But I'll leave you with this thought. Will our greed overcome us? Will the realization of how wealthy our nation is be our downfall? Americans, it's time for us to go back to work. It's time for us to become and be progressive and uh, 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 productive citizens again. Americans, it is time for us to be productive citizens again. It's time for us to conquer this. Stand up to whatever may diminish us as a nation. Let's eradicate it from among us. Let us not play the political games that the Democrats are wanting to play with this very serious situation in our nation. And let's not make this more than it is.
Let's see it for what it is. Let's handle it the way it should be handled carefully, methodically, but certainly in a way to eradicate it from among us. But let it not dictate the terms. Let us find the way to dictate the terms to this situation. That, my friends, is indeed the American way. That, my friends, is who we are. That is how we should move forward. As uh, the week goes on um, and the next weeks go on, uh, we don't know um, how or what, you know, this will affect our, our broadcast or show, but we'll be here every day, God willing. Listen, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God would bless and keep you all.